afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday, December 28th in the year 2021 for the last uh, few days here. Uh, saying farewell to 2021 and probably our uh, second to last show here at the Steaming Pile of Picks podcast. Uh, do not forget to follow us on Twitter at Pile Picks, where in addition to this great half hour of uh, insight, we give out some picks throughout the weekend as well. I am Matt, and I am here with my uh, esteemed co-host, the one, the only, Uncle Steve. How are we doing this afternoon? Matt, it's a beautiful day here in Omaha. Watching a little Auburn, Houston. Could be about the worst game of the bowl season so far. <laughs> That's good. Hey, but at least it's football. It didn't get canceled or anything like that, right? Very true. Very true. Yes, absolutely. Um, these last week of games have been a disaster. Our podcast last week, Steve picked five games. Two of them were canceled due to COVID. And the other one he just mentioned is in the works. Um, Steve, I believe, went uh, one and one on his two games that have gone. And right now he is not winning the Houston Auburn game. So he might go one and two. Um, very good chance. Our, very good chance of that. Our guest picker, uh, Scott from Elkhorn, went all NFL games, and he didn't disappoint uh, the listeners anyway. He went two out of his five picks. Um, but me, I'm 3-0 and right now. Two yet to go, but I hit a money line with uh, Central Florida and a money line with the Buffalo Bills over the Patriots. So I'm big guessing. Week I, for Maddie. <laughs> big week there. Uh, guessing. The two games today won't go my favor, and I'll go three and two or something like that. But we shall see. Um, since it is our second to last show of the week of the year, uh, we decided to bring back one of our favorite guest pickers of everybody. We are welcoming back the guy who, at the beginning of the season, was on a ten-year losing streak. We got Tommy. How are we doing hey, today, Tommy? Gentlemen, I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? And thanks for having me back. Absolutely. So. You were on a 10-year losing streak. How did uh, 2021 football season treat you? We're, we're going we're gonna to get off the schneid, it looks like. It's good. been a pretty good year. Pretty good year here in my, in my land. So, so these picks, you're going to want to take them to the bank. That's all yeah. I got. <laughs> there we go. You, you did go 4-1 and one in your uh, August uh, appearance. So I think they could probably listen to you on these. So. All right. Let's, uh, as always, let's start with you. We'll roll to Steve and come back to me. So where are you going with this uh, slate of bowl games and NFL? Well, I'm going to start with the bowl games. Um, I'm going to start. We're going to go right away. We're going to go to Oklahoma minus six and a half versus Oregon. Um, You know, basically you have uh, Oklahoma, Bob Stoops uh, stepping in as a head coach which I believe is going to provide instant motivation for the Sooners. And then the Oregon coach is Cristobal. He bails out of Oregon. So these guys are kind of left high and dry. Uh, Oregon is just flat out banged up. And the Pac-12, let's face it, guys, they suck when it comes to bowl games. I mean, they're an embarrassment. So all in all, you're going to see Oklahoma minus six and a half. They're going to win this game by 10 to 14. You take Oklahoma to the bank and we'll call it one and zero right there. Wow. All right. Starting out hot. Coaches leaving and uh, 
guys coming off of analyst booths jumping in and coaching their team. All right, Steve, where are you going? Uh, we're going to go to the Music City Bowl here, and uh, we got Tennessee minus six and Purdue over under 64 on this one. Uh, Tennessee's got a pretty strong run game, average defense. Uh, their quarterback, Hendon Hooker, pretty electric quarterback. Um, when he's on, he's really good, but when he's off, which isn't very often, but I've seen a couple games where he couldn't hit anything. So we'll see how he pans out. Uh, Purdue, they've got a pretty strong defense. Um, they got playmakers on offense. Uh, David Bell's one of the best in the country. They've won four of their last five with their only loss being to Ohio State. So we're going to go Purdue plus six on this one. Purdue. Plus six. All right. I got you locked into that one for sure. Um, I am going to start with the Holiday Bowl in San Diego. Uh, that game's tonight, right? Yeah. Um, this is NC State uh, minus two and a half versus UCLA. Um, this actually should be a pretty good game. You got nine and three NC State, eight and four UCLA. NC State's coming in winning four of their last five. And uh, UCLA, they've won three straight. And they've won those games by an average of almost 30 points a game. So coming in hot. They don't have any coaching issues. They extended their guy um, for a while. And this thing opened up with NC State being a one-point favorite. It went down to a pick em quick. So I think you had some early money on uh, UCLA winning this game outright, but then it's been climbing in the other direction ever since. Both teams are really good against the spread. UCLA at 8-4, North Carolina State 7-5. and five. But I'm looking at the totals. Um, I think this thing is going to uh, be a high-scoring affair. The uh, over-under at 60 tells us Vegas believes that as well. Um, reduced prep time, lack of meaningful games, can put a number up in a hurry. Uh, NC State has averaged 33 points a game. UCLA is averaging 37. And even I can do the math that that is more than 60 points. So I'm going over the 60 in the Holiday Bowl tonight at 7. How about you, Tommy? Well, I'm going to move on. Uh, Georgia minus 7.5 versus Michigan. I'm not even sure what the bowl what is. What bowl is that in? You don't know? Georgia versus uh, Michigan. Uh, Scott Didn't write down the names of these meaningless <laughs> names of the bowl games. Yes. But but here we go. This is really the way I see it. Uh, Michigan ranks 10th in rushing offense, and this will be Georgia's first top 20 test for rushing yards per game. Uh, you combine that with 27 days off between the last Michigan game and this one, and I believe Michigan will be fresh. Now, though they may not win this game, and really I don't even expect them to win this game, they're going to cover the spread, guys. So I'm going to take Michigan plus seven and a half. Take that one to the bank. Two and oh right there. Wow. Already two and oh. I like it. That's We're running the table, gents. <laughs> that, that's the Orange Bowl. Orange. Now, that's what I thought. I wasn't going to take a guess, though. Perfect. What about you, Steve? All right. We're going to go to uh, the Las Vegas Bowl uh, Thursday night. 
We got Wisconsin minus six, over under 41 and a half. Uh, Arizona State, they've lost three of six. Average uh, passing game, decent run game, no discipline, high penalties in every game. Uh, Wisconsin, they've won seven of eight. Very strong run game, uh, strong defense. It's in Vegas, so this one that's going to be fireworks. We're going with the over on this one, 41 and a half. Over 41 and a half in the Death Star, huh? It is a fast playing surface. We all know that. Um, I'm going to go with the Peach Bowl uh, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium on Thursday evening. This has the uh, Michigan State Sparties are a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Pitt over under is 55 and a half. This thing has taken a full touchdown swing in the point spread. It opened up as Pittsburgh minus uh, five and uh, went all the way through a pick And now the Sparties are favored by two and a half points. That uh, swing came because Pittsburgh's quarterback, Kenny Pickett, who finished third in the Heisman voting, he opted out of the game. Um, so they're without their starting quarterback. In addition to that, their offensive coordinator, I believe bought a home in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, where he joined the, uh, Huskers. So they're going to be without their Heisman quarterback and their offensive coordinator for this game. Um, the game, however, didn't move after the Sparty's Kenneth Locker, also a Heisman finalist, announced he wasn't going to play in this game. Um, so that was a little interesting to me because we know he is a uh, workhorse uh, for sure. Sparties are nine and three on the season against the spread. Pittsburgh second in the nation against the spread at 10 and three, however. But I think this huge seven point swing in the spread, um, I think it's too much. Uh, even without Pickett, I think uh, Pitt's going to throw the rock and Sparty defense stinks against the uh, pass. So I'm going to say that Pittsburgh finds a way to cover this two-and-a-half-point spread against his parties. What you, quick, Tommy? Well, well, quick quick yeah. update, Tommy. Houston just scored. They're up 17-13. Oh, how much time left that. in that one, Stevie? Uh, looks like about three-and-a-half. Oh, boy, that would be a surprise if they can pull it off. And there yes, the public out there, Uncle Steve and myself, both on the Houston Cougars today. So, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, I'm going to move on to this next game Kentucky minus two and a half versus our neighboring state, Iowa. Uh, can you guys once believe that Iowa was ranked second in the country? I mean, what a joke. Now, you know, the <laughs> Iowa, the <laughs> Iowa running back has opted out. And all that remains for these chicken hawks is two scattered arm QBs with zero talent. I mean, watching these guys QB, ugh, painful to watch. Guys, Kentucky minus two and a half. We're going to take them to the bank and let's mark that up for three and oh. Wow. Very good. Yes, Iowa fooled everybody those first four or five weeks of the season. <laughs> all right. They're, they're not that good. No, they're not. Michael Steve, where's your next game? Uh, next game, we're going to go to the Cotton Bowl on Friday. We got Cincinnati versus Alabama. Ooh. Um, Cincinnati, 
very deserving to be there, undefeated year. Um, love Desmond Ritter, guys all heart, good quarterback, um, fickle, great coach. Schedule, not that good. Um, Alabama's been there many times, obviously. Bright, bright lights aren't going to affect them. Uh, they're starting to click the Auburn game. It was a little wake-up call, I think, for them. Um, I think we're going to go Alabama minus 13 and a half here, but what I'm really looking for is the first half spread, which will be uh, – I'm guessing it's going to be around 9 or 10, so we'll take Alabama first half also if you can find it. First half, under 10 points probably for sure. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll, I will lock you in for both those picks for our listeners. All right. Very good. I am – oh, God. I'm going to go with the Gator Bowl, uh, New, Year, New Year's Eve morning. Uh, Wake Forest versus Texas A&M. No, <laughs> Texas A&M can't play in this thing. So who do we get to replace them? All the six-win six teams are gone, so we go to the five-win teams. We call Rutgers up, and they say, yeah, we can bring our players back from Christmas break and get them settled up and ready to go with uh, six days' notice. Um, this thing is going to be a disaster, I think. Um, Rutgers uh, – Five and seven on the season, as mentioned. They won their uh, first two games, or three games of the season. Then they went two and seven the rest of the year, uh, including uh, dropping three of their last four. Um, three of their last nine games, Rutgers covered the spread on. Greg Schiano is, like, hiding who's playing, who's testing positive for COVID, whether the who even came back from the break. Um, they haven't practiced since November 25th. Then on November 27th, they got beat by 24 points by, I think, Maryland. So uh, I think uh, Wake Forest, who has been prepping for this bowl since they got named to it um, and don't appear to have any COVID issues, are just going to uh, run Rutgers off the field. Uh, Wake Forest, minus 15. Up to you, Tommy. Well, I like that pick there too. Uh, Rutgers, like, they can't have much, so, uh, <laughs> I think so. well, we'll see. All right, they my next much game. Before. No, they did not. <laughs> my next game: Old Miss versus Baylor. Baylor plus one and a half. Um, you know, Old Miss—they're going to have their hands full uh, in this game. Uh, Baylor has a, a, a very mobile quarterback, and the Rebels have just terrible problems stopping the run. Um, you put that on top of a Baylor, I believe, keeps their momentum from a Big 12 championship goal line stand and e- easily covers against the Rebels. Uh, I just don't see how Old Miss is going to stay in it, even though the, the so-called experts list Old Miss as a slight favorite. Gentlemen, I'm going to take Baylor plus the one and a half. Take that to the bank and we'll make that 4-0 on my picks. Wow. Are you going to sprinkle any on that money line? Uh, you know, you have to. Yeah, you have to. If you're going plus one and a half, you might as well sprinkle yeah, it. Right? Get the better odds. There you go. Good work. All right, Steve. 
All right, we're uh, going to go Saturday Fiesta Bowl. Notre Dame two and a half and Oklahoma State uh, over under 45. Um, Notre Dame players are happy that Chip Kelly's gone. I'm positive of that. I don't know anybody in America that likes the guy. Um, they're going to play for this new guy. Um, <clears throat> they had a pretty easy schedule, though, this year. I was looking back, and they really didn't play anybody, even though they're, what, 11-1, and one, I believe. Um, they haven't had a single-digit game, though, since October 9th. They beat everyone by double digits. Oklahoma State. Strong defense, balanced offense, and a much tougher schedule. Uh, these teams, Oklahoma State averages 30 a game. Notre Dame, 35. Uh, that's uh, 65. You got that's over under 45. You got over under 45. So we better go over on this one. Wow. Yeah. I thought my uh, math of 70 for a 60 point total was pretty good, but this one adds up way better than that. All right, you are going over 45 and a half. Gotcha. I am going to switch to the uh, NFL slate. Um, I am going to go with the Packers game. This has to be the easiest game on the uh, whole slate of NFL games. Packers at home versus the Vikings. They've already met about a month ago, and the Vikings won. So that means Packers will win this one. Uh, there's no COVID issues in Green Bay. Um, Jeopardy boy, immunized boy, whatever we going, we're going to call him, he's going to uh, have something to prove. Uh, divisional game at home, and he only has to cover by one touchdown. Packers are the second-best team in the – League at 11 and four this year against the spread, and the, this weekend will be no different. Packers minus six and a half at home against the Vikings. Tommy, NFL, uh, in college. Yeah, I'm into the NFL, but, but Uncle Stevie, any update in that, that bowl game that's on TV that you're enjoying right now? A uh, minute and a half left. Uh, Tubes got the ball up 17 13. Okay, there you go. Okay, looking better, looking better. All right, guys, I'm jumping to the NFL, going to the last game in the NFL for the whole week, Monday Night Football, Cleveland versus Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh being plus three, Mayfield versus Roethlisberger, bad versus very bad. I mean, you guys saw the games this weekend. <laughs> I mean, stick your finger down your throat. It was a bad one, but... All in all, I think this line is an overreaction from the prison pounding that KC gave Pitt. Uh, expect a totally different Pitt team to come out and not only cover the short spread, but to win this game. Gentlemen, Ooh. Pittsburgh to the bank on this. I'm capping this off at 5-0 and on my picks. I think we're going to run the table here this week. Man, making a statement. Taking old man Big Ben. Are you money lining that, Tommy? Nah, I won't money line. I'll just take the points just in case. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I put money line in the spreadsheet. Okay, fine. I'll just, plus well, three and a half. Plus three is what I had. But yes. Plus three. Well, I've got plus three and a half. So well, I'm going to the half. I'd gladly shop around for that half. The half is sitting out there right now. Maddie will give you the hook. 
Usually like will. It. Always by the hook. <laughs> yes. All right, Steve. Let me guess. No NFL game for you. No, no, no. We're going to go to the last bowl game of the year. Tuesday, the Texas Bowl. We got LSU, three and a half, K-State, and the over-unders, 48. Uh, look through this game. Everything's pretty equal. Points per game, 27 to 26. Defensive points per game, 25-21. Yards per game, 390 to 370. Um, LSU, they've lost two in a row. K-State's won two in a row. But the one nugget I like about this one is Chris Kleiman is 4-0 in Texas in the new year. Whoa. He's 4-0. Ever since uh, he was at North Dakota State and won four national championships in Texas in January. So, <laughs> we're going with K-State on this one. K-State. Plus three and a half. Plus three and a half. All right. I got you locked in there, too. And I'm going to stick with the NFL, and I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, minus five at home against the Cardinals. Over-under on this thing is 51-and-a-half. This game uh, in the look-ahead was minus two uh, to Dallas, but it jumped uh, three points after the Cowboys. I like uh, Tommy's term of a prison pounding. <laughs> was that what we said? You do not want one of those. I, don't, <laughs> I do not well, speak from experience. No, no. And if the uh, I believe the Washington football team knows what that is after uh, that that game the other night. Um, so all of a sudden the Cowboys are uh, three points better than they were on Sunday, I guess. Uh, it did actually jump all the way to six, uh, but it settled back in at five. Um, so the uh, Cowboys are the best team in the league this season at 12 and three against the spread cards have shown they're vulnerable against the run, uh, giving up 114 yards on the ground and their uh, three straight losses. Zeke's going to eat Dak's going to throw and the cards are going to drop their fourth straight game here. And it's probably not going to be close. So I'm taking the Cowboys minus five. <laughs> Any other uh, nuggets or uh, parting words from our guest, Tommy? Uh, guys, no, I just hope you enjoy the bull season. Hopefully uh, this was for uh, some some reason because with the COVID, we just don't know if the games are going to be played. Uh, so let's keep our fingers crossed and hope we have a bunch of winners for your listeners. Absolutely, and we appreciate you coming on. Well, I appreciate Steve, you having me on. You bet. Steve, you got any parting words, man? No, sir. Just like Tommy said, hoping uh, we get to watch some football all week. Very good. All right. Well, you guys uh, go enjoy a a few beers this afternoon. And uh, everybody have a uh, happy new year. And we shall wrap this whole thing up next uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. We appreciate the listeners. And as they say in the investment world, past performance is not always a guarantee of future results. And as they say in the real world, especially in the wintertime, if you step in it, If it smells like it and it looks like it, it's probably it. Happy New Year and good night.